Hey friends, it is May 18th. It's a Monday. It's 2020, in case you are so removed from reality that you don't know the year. I'm not blaming you. Passing no judgment, that's where I'm at too. And today we are talking about wedding photography. A bit, a bit. Right now I am drinking some, oh, what is it? It's like London Fog something Earl Grey tea. It's delicious. I'm really enjoying it with some milkadamia. And I just had donuts, so I feel good and wired. And I'm currently surrounded by post-it notes. I, 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 I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I just have so many to-do lists because I broke from the daily checklist that I, I have. And I'm gonna go ahead and link you guys to those because when I have them printed out, I'm a very happy person. Everything works out perfectly. Not perfectly, but it's better. And right now, I just started a new post-it note every time I think of something that I need to get done. And it's just, it's just chaos, you guys. There's so much happening right now. And the reason there are so many checklists and the reason they're in multiple places is because I have found a way to be productive and a way that makes me feel good without feeling like I need to overextend myself. And I know I talked about it a little bit last time, but I'm literally on a focusmate.com meeting right now. Adrienne is being very nice right now while I do this because she knows, she knows that I need to. Um, but she's actually a patron, which is really cool. So we've been working together pretty regularly and it's nice. We were talking about yesterday how it feels like whenever you work with the same people, it's like showing up at an office. And yeah, I've been starting my work days every day at 10 getting things done and I know I mentioned this last time it's really nice to have things that I anchor to so I exercise in the morning before I start my meetings but I need to figure out what to do about these post-it notes because my problem is that because I also like to create little vignettes around my house for me to have different workspaces it means that I have post-it notes on my desk from my illustration room from my office and then also in my shed I'm creating these little post-it notes so I just need to put them all together and print out more of these daily checklist things. In my most recent Patreon article, I also talked a little bit about the task manager that I use, and the task manager is really helpful, but it just covers one of the things I need to get done. I don't put all of my life stuff on there. I have that dedicated more towards like ongoing projects. I would never put do laundry, my task manager. That's more of a daily to-do list thing, but I really just need to print out more of those daily things because that's the best thing that I can think of to stay organized. One thing that I did over the weekend was go through a bunch of old footage. I at one point thought, hey, I could make weekly vlogs. I could, I could do that. I could be that person that records a bunch of clips from things that I'm doing in my life and put them into a nice video that chronologically shows the inner workings of office life and home life. And I thought that would happen and I put it together and it was it was so weird to see clips from January. Right now the video is just available for patrons, but, but it is gonna be posted to my public YouTube account in the next couple of days. But it was so weird to see not only myself with a different state of mind, but in January I was dealing with a little bit of depression, but I was really actively working to try to find my way out of it. So the video starts out with me putting up my vision board, which I've talked about quite a bit on here. It was really interesting to see a version of myself that was trying to make goals that didn't feel authentic, but felt like a direction that I needed to go in. Like I wasn't the type of person that was going on picnics regularly or felt like I was a really dependable friend. I felt like I did have a couple toxic rituals. The things that I put on my board were things that I wanted to achieve, not things that were currently where my life was. It was really interesting to see some of that. It's also nice to look at that 
Is that a rabbit? I'm so easily distracted. There are birds outside. <laughs> and I thought they were rabbits and now I'm just staring at them. Really interesting to think of that version of myself that was so dedicated towards improving that didn't embrace any of those things because as much as I didn't have any pandemic-y stuff on my vision board, I definitely feel like seeing myself put up the vision board has reminded me of how much I've actually gotten done off of it. Like things that I've actually achieved. For example, it says rebel be the party of one. I was really dedicated to getting out on my own and doing things by myself. And one of the ways that I was expressing that in the beginning was that I was going out to restaurants by myself or taking myself to coffee shops. One of the ways that you might say that I'm doing it now is that I renovated a shed entirely by myself. One of the things on my vision board was to bake more and we've all done that. We have all achieved more baking. One of the things on my list was coffee talk. Specifically, I wanted to have nice conversations in the morning while drinking coffee with Sam. And it's really nice because in the morning we share a cup of coffee, usually with a small treat, and then at night we started drinking sleepy time tea together. So it's really nice to have sort of a ritual in the beginning and the end of the day with Sam. The last thing that we do before we go to bed is we share something that we were grateful from that day. And I literally can't go to sleep until we've done it. And some of the things on the list I'm pretty sure that I've achieved just because subconsciously I put it out there. Like Sam planned an entire picnic and I have a, just a giant, giant part of my board dedicated towards. So it was really interesting to see myself putting it up and thinking about who that person was compared to who I am now, who we are just a couple of short months later. It was also bittersweet to see like our favorite restaurants or, or there's a scene where I took an intro swing dance class where you literally dance with every single person in the room. So you're like holding hands with every single person as part of the swing dance. And that was really interesting because I was like, oh, that's that's definitely not gonna happen anytime soon. I don't, I don't know how that organization is gonna stay alive. And the last half of the video takes place in Puerto Rico, which, which was such a good trip. And I know that other people also have had things that have needed to be rescheduled and I'm not, I'm not alone in this, but revisiting the stuff on my vision board, one of the things was that I wanted to go to Maine and draw in the sun. It was just something that I'd planned. I had already gotten the plane tickets. Obviously I'm not there. I was supposed to be there this week. So anyway, I edited this video and I put it together. And one of the things on my vision board I realized is it's never too late, invest in Super 8 movies, movie maker. It's this cute picture of a Super 8 film, but one of the things that I really wanted to do was make more art films. So it was nice having that slant put on random footage that I found. and. Hopefully you guys like it. And I legitimately miss making YouTube videos. If you are unaware, making YouTube videos was a big part of what I did whenever I moved to Texas. So I graduated from college and moved to Texas and I just made silly art videos. The D90 had just came out. It was like the first affordable DSLR that had video. I ended up just putting together a bunch of footage to I think like a Modest Mouse song. And then I was just, I was hooked. I wanted to make silly art videos all the time. And I got really into it. I did a commissioned music video that was a stop motion video for David Ramirez and that was pretty cool. Anyway, I really missed making videos, so it was really nice to put that together. And at this point, I don't have a ton to do with wedding photography. I've already preemptively emailed all of my clients from 2020, just letting them know what my reschedule policy is. At this point, I only have six weddings left in the year that haven't rescheduled because photographers are in a really unique situation, unlike a florist or a wedding planner or caterers, because like a planner, for example, with a little bit of planning, can add more people to their staff and be able to negotiate how to figure out how to run multiple events because they technically don't have to be there all day. They can do a bulk of the work leading up to the day and then just hire on somebody different to be same day coordination. Or catering staff can be expanded so they can do multiple events. A florist would be probably super busy, but they can hire hands to bring more people on so that way they can fill the orders on the wedding day. But 
photographers are in a really interesting situation where we only can do one wedding a day. There's no way for us to be in multiple places at once. We can hire on associates, but it's something that's so specific. The way that you shoot is so specific that it's not going to be the same moments that you would have captured. It's going to look completely different in a way that other vendors don't have to deal with. And that's been kind of an interesting hurdle to deal with when dealing with reschedules because everybody except for the venue, for example, where obviously you can't have two weddings in one day. But I really feel like I'm the only vendor that's creating any kind of friction because my inventory for the day is one. If I have a client that's getting married on a Saturday this year that wants to reschedule to a Saturday next year, I was probably already paid the deposit last year, which means I'm just not getting paid this year. And it also means that I'm not able to take on any new clients. So it's basically a year where I'm not getting paid. And the way that I'm handling with that with my clients is all laid out in the reschedule policy that I sent everyone. But man, it is it is such a, an interesting fine line to walk right now between obviously feeling so much compassion for people whose wedding, like a really important day that they've been planning for at least a year, is being upended because of this event and they're concerned with their family and friends and they really just want to make sure that they're including everybody that they originally had set out to include. And balancing that with the fact that I can't really stay in business if I don't make money for a year. That's been a hard conversation to try to have with clients because they're also having a hard time. Everybody is just having a hard time right now. And on one hand, I'm like, I hope nobody can relate. But on the other hand, I know I know that all my friends are going through this too. And that's, that's also making me feel a little bit better. So I hope you can't relate. But also if you can, you're not alone. I'm here. <laughs> I'm with you. I've spent about a half hour today working on getting paper together for the EIDL loans and trying to figure out what all of that's going to look like. And I'm trying to let myself feel my feelings and not just push them down. And I'm not just trying to silver line it. But if I was going to look at this situation and try to figure out where I can find gratitude, it would definitely be in the fact that I found a good work routine and I'm able to turn off when my work day is over, which has been so nice. But looking back at the weekly vlog that I put together, I was working well after it was dark out. Like I was literally about to go to swing dance and hang out with people and I was working. I worked before I went to the gym. I worked after I got back from the gym. Same and I went to brunch. We got back and it worked. We were on vacation and I know that we did other vacation things, but for the most part, if we had downtime, we both got our laptops out and tried to stay caught up on emails. But if I had to put a silver lining around it, I will say that one thing that I'm grateful for is that I do have work hours in a way that I didn't before. One thing that's really funny about not having business and having a business podcast during quarantine where not a lot of things are changing and nothing's really happening in my business is I'll make a point, I'll tell a long story, and I'll be like, yeah, so what I said last time. <laughs> so basically the, hey, it's been really nice to have work hours was like the premise of the podcast last time, but I'm going to stick with it. I still feel like it was a good point and I'm still getting things done and that's been really nice. My goal for this week is to hide all of my post-it notes so I'm not gonna be leaving little post-its for me everywhere. And I need to figure out how to get rid of carpenter ants because carpenter ants are going to eat through my shed if I let them. So if you have any ideas for hiding places for post-it notes or how to get rid of carpenter ants, I would love to hear from you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having a great day and I will talk to you soon. Bye.